Hello and welcome to the last AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens of January. We are going to discuss that topic and many more on this week's Beyond the Lens. We are very pleased to have in the house Dustin Hart is from Nags Head, North Carolina, near the home of Gravedigger, as well as Ed Horman in O'Fallon, Missouri, near the home of Bigfoot. Uh, he is actually going to be doing a hometown show this weekend. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the drivers that have impressed us most in the first month of the season, as well as the quick recaps and thoughts on a few of the shows that happened this past weekend. Now, we got a lot to get to. Check out this week's Beyond the Lens. First off, we're going to bring in Ed Horman. He recently had the experience of checking out a Toughest Monster Truck Tour show. Now, that's one of the newer promotions out there and uh, has some good people behind it. He had a really good experience with that a couple weeks back, and uh, you can see the pictures there from him at allmonster.com, of course, in our photo gallery from 2012. That's filling up rapidly, as is Ed's appreciation for the tour. Ed, why don't you tell us about your experience with the Toughest Monster Truck Tour? Yeah, the one thing that I really wanted to talk about about these guys that's something that really intrigued me and set, kind of sets them apart from everybody else is um, the way they set up their racing freestyle and uh, wheelie contest. What they do actually is in the driver's meeting, you pick a number, and whatever number you are, you actually will go on stage during the intros of the show and pick where you go for freestyle. So just an example, you pick one, you get to pick, you're the first person on stage, you get to pick if you want to be first in freestyle or last in freestyle. And uh, it definitely brings up some cool uh, scenarios. In South Haven, Mississippi, which is where I was at, uh, we had, uh, for instance, Shell Camino actually went last both nights. She drew first, decided to go last, and uh, on Saturday, actually, Dan Runte decided to go first. So, you know, you got to see Bigfoot go first, and it was just kind of uh, something cool and intriguing. And uh, for racing, the numbers you drew in uh, the driver's meeting was the way you, you know, that was your qualifying order, they said. So, you know, one and six and stuff like that. Uh, but I thought that that was kind of uh, cool uh, and kind of different. And they also do a uh, live trackside live, as they call it, which is kind of a pre-show leading up to the show where, you know, they do interviews with the drivers, let you know what happened from the previous week, show videos and stuff like that. So if you see a toughest monster truck tour coming to you, I think you guys should check it out because it's pretty interesting. Definitely good points all around, Ed. Now I'm going to be next going to talk about the Orlando event that happened this past weekend. A lot of nice things to talk about. I'm not going to bore you with the results because I'm sure you've seen those already. If you haven't, check them out on monsterjam.com in their results section. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, things that impressed me in the show – and things that I'm looking forward to as storylines for the rest of the year. Uh, things that impressed me, first and foremost, Neil Elliott and Maximum Destruction. Neil has been, I think, one of the most underrated drivers. Even though he drives one of the main truck names in the sport, I believe Neil Elliott is a top-tier driver in monster trucks, and he's done a fantastic job. He proved every bit of that statement this past weekend in Orlando. I was impressed. And uh, I think everybody at that event was walking away talking about maximum destruction. If they weren't, then they missed part of the show, frankly. Uh, his style in racing is something that I wanted to touch upon. The next time you watch Neil Elliott race, uh, check this out. When he goes into a turn, if it's a rounding round course, he uses the rear steer first and then uses the front steer to correct whatever path that he's on. That's something that's kind of the, you'll call it the Tom Mintz school of driving. Uh, Guy Wood has referred to that before, old shoe from the past. 
that uh, drove Hot Wheels for a while, he said Tom once told him, hey, use that rear steer and use the front steer to correct it. And uh, Neil did, did that during the show. And frankly, I didn't think he was going to win racing. And I've, I've never thought that in a field like Orlando that Neil would emerge victorious. Well, he proved me wrong in punches. Uh, really got faster as the night went on and saved his best time for last. He was in the 19s, and uh, throughout qualifying, nobody had a time in the 19-second range. The track was a little slippery. That was interesting to see. Uh, times aren't quite so fast when you have to deal with checking up through the turns. And uh, Neil's style, I think, really paid off there at the end. He edged Dennis Anderson by three hundredths of a second in a photo finish. So that was really cool to see. Congratulations to Neil and the Maximum Destruction team for that racing victory. Other people that impressed me in Orlando included Chad Fortune. Once again, uh, you know, Scott Douglas alluded to it in his on-track interview as far as, hey, who's this new Chad Fortune guy that's all of a sudden in the semifinals every week in racing? I honestly, again, I never thought that I would see the day where Chad Fortune is in the semifinals in racing, three TV shows in a row, three big stadium shows in a row. And, uh, you know, he's proven a lot of people that have doubted him wrong as far as that goes. Really solid, just driving with his head on straight in racing, and it's paid off for him. He was the fast qualifier in Orlando. No jokes, you know, really just straight-up good racing out of him. Just smooth, consistent, very few mistakes. I don't know if he's going to win a race this year at a big event, but he's definitely putting that Captain America name out there strong to start off his new identity behind the wheel of that truck. So very interesting to see that. And the uh, last guy that I've got to talk about, Steve Simpson, Stone Crusher, allmonster.com client. Great guy. If you ever get a chance to go up to Steve during a pit party, be sure to say hello when you heard about him on allmonster.com's Beyond the Lens. Steve had a career freestyle after a bunch of problems during racing. He let it all hang out in freestyle, had a nice flip save. During that flip save, he broke an axle and kept going. Uh, if you know what that's sort of like, the truck will twist funky in the air. You won't get as much traction to a certain side because that axle's broken. And uh, it takes some driver skill to be able to still make that look good during freestyle. Steve Sims had a career run in Orlando. Big congratulations to him. And were it not for, once again, Neil Elliott, uh, I think Steve might have had a shot at winning that Orlando freestyle. Congratulations to him. And if you want to see more about the Stone Crusher team, you can check them out at StoneCrusherMonsterTruck.com. Next weekend, I will be in Tampa for the big Monster Jam there. And I'll have some more stuff for you guys next week on that. Dustin, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what's going on for the rest of the shows this year? What happened this past weekend that caught your eye? Well, you know, just taking a look around at what's going on in the industry. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona, that event always, you know, is one of those ones that's kind of, you know, they've always got something interesting going on out west with some of the layouts that they do. And especially with uh, the recent addition of Pro Lights to some of these events. Uh, we had San Diego recently where uh, Casey Curry drives the number two pro light for Monster Energy. Um, he's actually been working in contact with Feld Entertainment on you know getting pro lights involved into the show, and so that's been a cool little side act. And has really created uh, some interesting elements and in courses. Uh, we saw that again in Phoenix like we did in San Diego last week. Uh, you know, a couple of little interesting jumps tossed in here and there, uh, you know, one big kind of surprise, I guess, out of that event is seeing that Alan Pizzo and Predator was our racing winner. Uh, kind of a goofy situation happening there with some of the breakage that unfolded. And Alan Pizzo suddenly jumped from being a round one loss into the final round. 
and managed to take out Ryan Anderson, who just keeps coming so close to getting that big racing win. He's been in the final round so many times now and just can't seem to seal the deal whenever it's right there in front of him. But uh, also on the topic of Ryan Anderson, has been absolutely dominant in freestyle recently. I believe right now the win count is up to five in a row as far as the stadium shows go. And uh, he's just been freestyling out of his mind. Had a little bit of an early rollover this week, but with some of the other things that went down during the show, you know, he didn't have to worry about it too much with some other trucks rolling over and breaking and flipping early. You know, he was still able to come out and, you know, just sneak away with a win by one point over uh, his trailer mate, Mark McDonald. Uh, other interesting notes coming out of the show, we also saw the uh, debut for Brian Deegan in the Metal Militia Monster Truck, and Deegan put in a pr- pretty respectable effort in freestyle, had a good some good flow going. You can tell he's still feeling things out with the truck, and, you know, he definitely he, he, he put it through its paces, ended up tearing off a wheel and rolling it over at the end of his run, but... You know, I must say he did a pretty respectable job. I'm uh, looking forward to see what Deegan has in store for us the next time we see him behind the wheel. Uh, and then probably one of the craziest moments I think we've ever we've seen all season long was Carl Van Horn in intros uh, going out and donutting on top of the tabletop. And the truck got a little out of shape for him, and Carl was spinning around on the sidewalls probably a good three or four revolutions before the truck finally went over on its side. Uh you know, unfortunately, that gave him some motor troubles that ended up sidelining him for racing, came out in freestyle, and was honestly on pace, I believe, to take the freestyle victory. But unfortunately, motor problems caused him some trouble again. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, that, you know, cut his chances short. But I wouldn't be surprised maybe this weekend in St. Louis if uh, Carl Van Horn pulls out all the stops and really goes for a big freestyle victory out there. Definitely a good point. We will keep that one in mind and close out the show with a little bit of talk about Carl and the whole St. Louis event. But for now, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts about what's been going on in the first month of the monster truck season. As it sits right now, we're done with January. There's been four weeks worth of events, obviously. And I wanted to get a couple of drivers or a couple of things that really left an impression on you guys as the first month of the season comes to a close. Why don't you guys tell me what's on your mind as far as that? Two drivers that really stick out to me. Uh, first one being BJ Johnson driving the California Kid. Uh, you know, you see a lot of YouTube videos of him. I haven't got to see uh, him live yet, but I saw the YouTube videos and stuff like that. And he's driving that California Kid like I haven't seen anybody drive it. That short wheelbase truck. I think he's got he's one of the only drivers I've seen handle that truck the way it is and I mean he's manhandling that truck bringing it to wheelie wins and racing wins and I'm think some freestyle wins also the second driver is uh Charles Benz Monster Mutt Rottweiler driver got to see him in Evansville Indiana and uh I've really been impressed with him following him seeing the wins that he's been racking up and uh you know I expect big big things from him this year I think that he's gonna step his game up more than he did last year and uh you never know you might see him in the world finals Excellent points all around. Yeah, I wanted to touch on that uh, California kid point. That's definitely a very volatile truck. If you make a wrong move here or there, that truck can end up on its lid, broken. A lot of things go on there. It's a crazy truck to handle, which makes it good for freestyle. But that is a tough thing to tame a truck like that. A lot of driver skill involved there. Good to see BJ Johnson back behind the wheel. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of guys that that really stuck out to me. But I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to pull rank here and wait until last. Dustin, who's on your mind for the first month of the season? Well, I guess we're going to continue with the Cali Kid connection here and talk about Donald Epidendio, who formerly drove the California Kid. 
And I don't think I've ever been so wrong on a driver because the first time I saw Donald Epidenio in Charlotte, North Carolina, I was like, I don't know if this dude's got it. He had a handful trying to handle that truck. And I think maybe, you know, with B.J. Johnson's, you know, experience behind the wheel, he's a guy of folklore almost to some of the West Coast guys, you know, with his driving talent and skills. You know, it's kind of hard to expect anybody to kind of jump in the seat of Cali Kid and expect that they're going to, you know, go out there and put on a stellar performance. But now that Epidendio is out of that truck, he's in his own piece and he's driving Titan, that thing just fits perfect with him, and he's got that truck running amazingly. If you look at some of the footage from Anaheim this weekend, he really delivered a stellar freestyle performance. That truck got some massive air. You know, Epidendio has really gotten a good handle on that truck. He's been really impressive so far this first quarter on the Monster Jam circuit. I can't wait to see that guy, you know, get some more time on a big stage because I think he de- he's going to deliver in big ways. Now, the other driver that's really caught my eye so far this year has been Todd LaDuke. Uh, he's been really going at it extremely aggressive with the way that he's been freestyling the new Metal Militia. Uh, if you look back to the first weekend out of the season in Houston, Todd LaDuke was just putting his foot through the floor and just hammering on that thing. And then you look again at San Diego recently, his last time in the truck before handing it over to Brian Deegan this weekend. Uh, another spectacular freestyle performance out of him. He's an aggressive driver. He's come from the short course off-road background. He really knows how to handle these trucks. He's getting better each and every time that he hops behind the wheel. I'm always looking forward to looking to see what Todd Duke's doing each and every weekend because He's just somebody that goes about it a little bit different. He's got a different style and a different approach to everything. Really goes out there and attacks the course. He's not afraid to get into it, not afraid to let that truck fly. And I think he's been really impressive so far coming off of his rookie season. It's it's interesting you talk about LaDuke's different style and his background too, Dustin, because to me, when I see videos of that truck, it looks like it's even set up a little bit different, a little bit spongier maybe suspension-wise. Have you noticed that as well? Yeah, you know, I, I've noticed this in some videos, like with how he had Blue Thunder set up last year, you could see that the back shocks were really dropping out and that thing, kind of similar to like what you would see out of, you know, the rear swing arm suspension setup that you see on trophy trucks and short course off-road pieces. Maybe that's something that, you know, he has set up, you know, as a comfort thing to how he's used to handling a truck, you know, and trying to, you know, ease into it or whatever, but I think, you know, he's definitely probably bringing in some fresh ideas and, you know... You know, crossing things over, and really, I, he's a great driver to watch. I love watching how he approaches things. You know, he's got a different style. It's definitely something that's unique. You don't really confuse him with anybody else, and I think that's something that really is a good sign of character from a guy that's only in his second year behind the wheel. Good points all around. I'm going to close out this little discussion on things that we've been impressed with for the first month of the season with another guy that came from the short course off-road background and has been impressive a, a whole ton this year, uh, Leo Donnell in Ironman. Now, he's had a few years full-time behind the wheel now, really struck a chord with the fans with that Ironman identity. I like seeing him do well. Uh, tentatively, we even have an interview scheduled for him with Ed Horman and Josh Rhodes uh, in St. Louis, so we appreciate all the support there, Lee. And uh, we're going to be able to check that out soon. But for now, I wanted to talk about Lee's performance. He has been doing a fantastic job this year, taking wins all over the country. Uh, at the Milwaukee event just a couple weeks ago, he dominated, and that's in a field that had Damon Bradshaw, some of those other guys, in, in a small arena or a big stadium event. doesn't matter. Lee can drive. 
And you talked about being wrong about drivers. When I first saw Lee in Spider-Man way back when, I thought, man, I don't know if we'll ever see this guy in Monster Trucks again. Sure enough, his name pops up. He becomes a super sub. I attended an a, uh, Atlanta event where he ended up winning the racing event after being called in just on a few days' notice to sub for Lindsey Wink and Blue Thunder. You know, good memories there. Lee can drive. If it's got four wheels, if it's got two wheels, if it's got an engine, doesn't matter. Lee is a good driver, and I see big things coming from him. Two solid performances in a row in Las Vegas, and that's another thing to look at. Can he make the third one, assuming he gets there this year? That would be awesome to see. Also, wanted to talk about two more drivers. First, George Bellhand. Going to keep it short and sweet. George has been around the sport for a long time. Got his start in another motorsport as well with the Quad Wars deal. And uh, Bellhand really seems to be going all out this year. Saw some huge, huge air at a couple of the Anaheim and uh, you know San Diego. He's He's been at some big California events just going big. And I love seeing that aggressiveness out of Bellhand. Sometimes it ends with an early flip or a breakage or something like that. But other times he picks up victories. He's picked up a racing victory this year, got some more wins under his belt, and uh, they're not small shows. They're not just, uh, you know, hey, Bellhan was the class of the field all weekend. He was a class of the field all the weekend because he beat everybody else, not because of the competition that was stacked against him. Bellhan's always been a good driver, had a really good freestyle going on in Vegas, and, uh, you know, I look for big things from him for the rest of the year. Want to wrap up with uh, Morgan Kane, you know, in Atlanta. I got to see him run on a big stadium floor in Minneapolis. I got to see him run on a big stadium floor. Both times I came away impressed at his at his progression between the first year of driving and the second year. He has just been on fire. This whole year, every weekend, he has taken a victory wherever he's been. Again, big show, small show, doesn't matter. Uh, the only exception there is the Atlanta event, but, uh, you know, hey, Losing to the guy that ends up winning in racing and then coming out first in freestyle, the deck is stacked against you a little bit. I was very impressed. Morgan, I believe, I believe was in the top five in freestyle hits. I counted him up, and uh, he was getting to obstacles quicker than the people after him until the very back of the field. What that tells you is Morgan Kane is being aggressive and really coming into his own, own behind the wheel of a monster truck. I look for more wins and another solid year out of the Monster Magic team and the Stone Crusher team. Yeah, I mean, Morgan's a fantastic driver. I've had the chance to see him several times uh, since he's gotten into the sport, uh, most recently in Charlotte, uh, after you had seen him in Atlanta. And, uh, you know, Gary Porter, I think, made a lasting statement on Morgan Kane. Uh, Friday night, when Freestyle had just wrapped up and uh, Porter had taken the Freestyle win, he had said in his post-race interview, he was talking about Morgan Kane. He said, that kid is an insurance driver. And I was kind of confused at what he meant by that. And then he explained himself. And he said, he's insurance that in 20 years, when I'm up there in the stands watching as a fan, I'm insured that there's still going to be great monster truck racing and freestyle going on. And it's because of kids like that. That means something coming out of a driver that's as legendary and as well-rounded as Gary Porter. You know, he is one of the legends of this sport with all the time that he has spent behind the wheel. He knows what he's talking about, and he knows what he can see in, as far as a great driver. And he had nothing but glowing things to say about Morgan Kane. And, you know, he definitely gave Gary Porter his hardest run that weekend. You know, he went out there and flat-out dominated the wheelie contest. There was nobody that was even close to coming to what Morgan Kane was doing in the wheelie contest. Was in the final round two out of three times and really was pushing everybody in freestyle. As far as I was concerned, I felt that pretty much 
all three shows, the wins could have gone either way, whether it was Maureen Kane, Gary Porter, and Randy Moore for one of those. It was just one of those things. It was pretty much a toss-up, but really, Morgan Kane's just continuing to show that he's a rising star in this sport. You know, I'm going to have to agree with both of you guys. I actually got to see Morgan myself, too, in Evansville, Indiana, a few weeks back, and uh, he was fighting rear steering problems that night. But, uh, you know, the one thing that I saw was the control that he has over that truck and being so, I guess, new to the sport, you could say, and how much control and uh, presence he had on the track in such a small uh, arena was, you know, that was really something that I took from him. And and as you guys say, you know, Morgan is a, a phenomenal driver. And uh, I think that what the story that Dustin just shared from Gary Porter is pretty telling, and, you know, that's awesome to hear. Good points all around. Another thing that's awesome to hear is, Ed, you'll be heading to St. Louis, Missouri. We are going to have what I like to call mass coverage from that show. We've got Brett Moise there shooting. We've got you there shooting. We've got Josh Rhodes there shooting, and we've got Chris Kalen there shooting. We are going to get a lot of angles of the action. If anything happens there, we're going to be covered at one of the biggest events of the year. Ed, why don't you tell us what you're thinking about coming into that St. Louis event? Give us a little preview to close the show out. All right, yeah, you know, St. Louis, my hometown show. Uh, one of the biggest shows of the year, as you said. Uh, now it's kind of dwindling down, as you know, some people don't don't think that, but to me it's one of the biggest shows of the year. Uh, so racing-wise, you know, I kind of narrowed it down to four guys that are going to be there. I got Carl Van Horn, Lindsey Wink, Damon Bradshaw, and Leo Donald in my final four. Uh, I'm not really sure who I would pick for a solid winner there. But those four drivers for racing are really catching my eye. Uh, I'm looking for big things in racing. Uh, don't know what style track is, so really I'm kind of going blind picking here. But, you know, that's my four. For freestyle, I'm looking for Carl Van Horn, Steve Sins, or Tom Mintz. Uh, Tom Mintz is is a little is a dark horse for me right now just because I'm I'm kind of afraid to see what he might do here in St. Louis after what Neil did last week in Orlando. Um, I, I don't know if Tom might try to one-up Neil this week, and, and if that's the case, then everyone else just needs to go back to the pits and not worry about it because it might be the greatest freestyle ever. <laughs> so, you know, it, it might be one of those things, too, where Steve Sims puts down a great freestyle again, Tom comes out and dethrones him like Neil did last week. We, we just won't know. Uh, but those are those are my three main picks from uh, – freestyle and you know i look for forward to a great show as robbie did say you know we're gonna have four people there we're gonna have twitter updates from there we're trying to get pictures from there and uh we also got the leo Donald interview which we'll be hoping to do and put up soon so you know we got big things coming definitely a lot of big things have been rolling through allmonster.com in the first month of the season it's going to continue to be that way all year long guys if you want to check out allmonster.com be sure to check out our photo gallery There has been a ton of updates there. If you missed any of the greatest moments of the first month of the season, they will be there as well. Be sure to check out our recent podcasts. We've had a couple this year. Going to have a bunch more coming at you. Going to stay updated on all that. And if you want to be updated on all the -the up-to-the-minute events in Monster Trucks, be sure to check out our Twitter feed. It is The All Monster as well. We are going to be putting some videos up. Be sure to head over to our YouTube channel. That is All Monster Videos. After that, you can even check out our Facebook. we got social media going crazy. Facebook.com backslash AllMonster. For that, I hope that you guys have a good weekend at any shows that you're at. Keep it on all fours, and we will see you next time on AllMonster.com's Beyond the Lens.